0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muck podcast. I'm Nick Houselman. And this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview, so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com
1: slash muckrakepodcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Patreon-exclusive weekender edition of the Muckrake podcast. Uh, This episode, we're going to focus on a documentary called Room 237, uh, which was made in 2012 by a guy named Rodney Archer. And uh, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. We're going to be talking about um, how people are seeing um, patterns where there aren't any and and sort of diving into how that's affected our culture. It's going to be a good time, uh, but unfortunately, we have to start this on um, a, a sad note. I mean, uh, a really serious, rough little thing that we have to address, um, and that is, of course, everyone knows that Mister um, Potato Head is um, no longer Mister Potato Head. Nick, um, how have you have you been coping in these these rough times?
0: I, I sat in the corner for a few minutes, but then. Uh, Are you sure? I feel like I saw the tweet from Hasbro that said, don't worry, they're not going anywhere.
1: It will still be Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. So now I'm confused. So to get everybody up to speed, I I, I wanted to talk about this for a second because I think this is really, uh, first of all, amusing. Second of all, telling about where we are in this current political climate. For those who maybe haven't seen it yet, there has been a firestorm That has taken off today, and it just totally shows how absurd our political moment is. Uh, Hasbro, uh, the the toy maker. Uh, If I'm not wrong, Nick, GI Joe, correct? Hasbro? Am I right about that? I think so. Yeah, Hasbro, who who via GI Joe has helped the uh, military industrial complex (laughs) to some (laughs) really incredible heights. Uh, Hasbro came out and said that they are rebranding the Mr. Potato Head brand, which is the, the, the title of the brand is Mr. Potato Head. And within Mr. Potato Head, there is Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. And I mean, God knows how many other, I assume there are animal potato heads. There are franchise, Ghostbusters, Transformer, potato heads, you name it, potato heads. And They're actually just changing the name, the overarching umbrella Mr. Potato Head to Potato Head, and they're also still going to have Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. So they've done it to get a little bit of press to sort of uh, frame themselves as being a little bit more progressive than they are while keeping everybody and not trying to offend anybody. Meanwhile, by the way, I'm looking out my window right now and my conservative neighbors are burning cars in the street, they're overturning (laughs) streetlights. If you look on, on social media, people are losing their damn minds. It is the biggest non-issue ever, and somehow or another, this has once again captured the zeitgeist of our stupid culture. Well, uh, here's the question. Who are the snowflakes again? Who are the snowflakes, Nick?
0: You know, it's the it's the outraged right. <laughs> they're just looking to create like a, I mean, actually, let me throw this out there because I'm kind of thinking that the Repu- the, the Democratic uh, agenda that Joe Biden's going to lead and and they're going to parade all these different things, they're going to try and get passed in Congress. Are are some of them are progressive enough that it's going to force the Republicans to have to take these awful stances against. Truly open society kind of things that were that are supposed to be to uh, welcome more people under the tent. And we're going to I think that's what they're doing. I mean, I think that near a tandem almost is like one of those float that out there to kind of like just expose it. And then they're going to continue to do this and get all these Republicans on the record saying these heinous things.
1: Well, I mean, we've even seen, and, and speaking of, of everything that we're going over right now, this isn't about, you know, Mr. Potato Head, obviously. Uh, this is actually about a larger issue of trans rights, right? Um, we actually had today uh, Senator Rand Paul, who, um, God, what a piece of shit this guy is. Like what? Just a terrible human being, Rand Paul is. Uh, was was speaking to Dr. Rachel Levine, who is a, a trans woman, and was asking about um, genital mutilation. Meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who um, what she what what did she get elected for? Nick, did she have like a real platform that she was going to follow? It, it, it's
0: the alphabet sometimes eludes me, Jared, but I think there's yeah. a letter.
1: It's 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 more about QAnon, which we're going to talk about uh, extensively here in a little bit, but also to just make money and gain power and influence people by, quote unquote, triggering the libs who has gotten in a bizarre uh, like tit for tat matchup with her neighbor in Congress who put up a trans flag, so she put up a statement that there are only two genders and then immediately tweeted it because she thought that would get a lot of response, which unfortunately it did. Um, We're now dealing with a Republican Party that literally has no other objective beyond power, profit, and pissing people off. That's literally all they they have to do anymore. And meanwhile, the country, by the way, is in shambles. It's falling apart. Uh, People are suffering and dying. And these people, they're literally having flame wars that you would see in online forum. Uh, I I in no way wish to defend the
0: senator from – Tennessee? Is that where Rand Paul is? Kentucky.
1: Kentucky. Kentucky.
0: Forgive me. God damn it. Sorry, guys in Tennessee,
1: uh, in
0: Kentucky. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, but you know, he tried to do this um, this like you know anecdotal story about a person who had had um, a transgender surgery to become for, for, to transit, transition from a man to woman, and then you know a few years later, as a teenager, and then a few years later, realized that it was a mistake and wished that she hadn't done that. Um, and then that suddenly becomes this whole thing where how how would you ever let anybody who's under age have you know go through this process? I think it's basically just saying um, it certainly is red meat for any of the really oh ultra right. Uh, I mean, listen, when he, the way he phrased it, it, it does sound somewhat reasonable that like you probably would want to have some parental guidance in this. But he thing doesn't for...
1: need to talk to her <clears throat> about it. Okay, like, fair enough. He... He, okay, the subject didn't need to come up, first of all. Second of all, he said transsexual. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, come on. Like, he is pushing an agenda in all of this. And again, it has nothing to do with a right. legislative plan whatsoever. Right. I mean, there's nothing. They're not doing anything. This has nothing to do with anything. And by the way, we haven't talked about it yet, and I want to talk about it more extensively, and maybe we'll do an episode about it coming up. Meanwhile, Donald Trump Jr., Lauren Boebert, they're just making videos left and right of themselves standing in front of giant displays of weapons, looking like members of Al Qaeda, by the way, releasing, you know, their newest threat towards, you know, the Western devils. And all that this is about is perceived agreement that's all it is is they're continually trumpeting this idea that something awful is happening to them with donald trump jr it's that he thinks he's not getting enough likes and retweets and impressions on his instagram with bobert it's because uh i i don't know if you know this but her restaurant shooters <laughs> has a long history of making people deliriously sick with their food and people are like, hey, you probably need to watch the temperature that your food is kept at. And she's like, don't tread on me. I'll make people sick all day long. Marjorie Taylor Greene was thrilled to be removed from her committees. Thrilled because it gave her more time to post. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's that's what this party is.
0: She's a martyr. She becomes that martyr, but you have to do it. You have to take out take away the committees from her anyway. But uh, yes, it just it just riles them up. I mean, I just saw this horrible video. Uh, this woman and her three year old daughter in the car were getting menaced by a guy who's like tailgating them all because she had a Biden sticker on the under bumper. And when he pulls over and she films him, he is just fully like, "Yeah, I was totally tailgating you because you had a bumper sticker, and I'm really happy that you were freaking out and scared." And I made you scared. I made you. He's like, "Come on, keep driving." I want to keep doing it. And it was like such an insight into what oh. the mindset is. It's like they don't exist for anything legislatively. They're simply trying to, like you know, own the libs. But I, I have to tell you one thing, just to show you how my mind works. So you know, uh, with with Junior doing this, you know, to the camera with all the guns behind him, all I took from that instantly was the gun over his right shoulder. One of them. There's a number of them. <laughs> is a Remington XP one hundred. Are you aware of why that might be significant in my line of work?
1: Tell, 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 tell the good people at home.
0: <laughs> the Remington XP-100 is the gun that supposedly was used by the Grassy Knoll shooter in 63 to kill for the headshot uh, on JFK. And uh, there must be something going on there. Again, if you want to try and connect threads and post the red string across your walls, uh, that's something right there.
1: So speaking of, and that, that is as good of a transition as anyone could ever ask for. Thank you. Let's go ahead and jump into and, – and again, for those of you who uh, maybe haven't seen Room 237, uh, Rodney Archer's documentary, um, I recommend it. Absolutely recommend it. I think it's a, a hell of a viewing experience. Um, but for those who haven't, uh, this was a documentary that I think was well ahead of its time and really, really telling of who we are as a species – who we are as a society and culture, and pretty much gave us a blueprint for the type of thinking that unfortunately we find ourselves in now, and the conspiracy theory thinking and narrative connecting that we're dealing with now. But for those who haven't seen it, um, and again, you should. I mean, I I would go watch it. Uh, This is a documentary that concerns uh, Stanley Kubrick's horror movie adaptation of the Stephen King book, The Shining. Uh, which I, how do you feel with the shining? I think it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. You know, I, I was really reflecting because I wanted to try and remember what it was like the
0: first time I saw it. And like, I can't even put it into a, a context when you think it would be easy because it was such a impression. It would lay such an impression on you. Cause I know I saw so many movies when I was way too young to see them. And this had to be one of yeah. them. Uh, and I was, it came out when I was eight. I wouldn't have seen it until VHS, which would have been at least nine or 10. Um, but yet, there's no question that when you take a guy like Stanley Kubrick, who is probably the finest filmmaker of his generation, you know, from between 1950, maybe, maybe
1: possibly of any.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the quality of movies that he made—it wasn't obviously in, in volume, but the quality is—is uh, is, he is a um, just a genius. And when they mention that, you know, so what's an average IQ uh, for for, pe- for people? I think it's right around 100, isn't it? So, so you might have like a 110 or 120. Yeah, something along those lines. All right. And so he had a 200 IQ apparently. Like, the, the, Wait, he, wait, me? Did you ask me my
1: IQ? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: He <laughs> snuck it in there. He didn't hear me. Yes. No, no, well, that,
1: that's a test. That yeah. takes a couple <laughs> Yeah. No, so I, either I, way,
0: I, he is orders above most people. And even the even of the smartest people. So uh, if you've ever been involved in filmmaking and you realize how every decision is, is a decision, there's almost nothing random about when you are going to set up a shot. Right. Uh, that you realize that this guy was operating on another level than everybody else. And, you know, I, I think a lot of what we saw at room. I got to go with room two thirty 230, two three seven. I'm sorry. That's how they say it in the movie. Wow. Not two thirty seven wow. two three seven. Um wow. So uh, when you talk about that and you realize how they expose what was going on here, it's as artistic as, you know, when you go through, you know, they mentioned Lolita, but when you pull back some of these novels we've known in the past, it also, almost like, uh, what's the movie? Uh, um, Sixth Sense? No, Um, shoot. Yeah, Sixth Sense, right? With the big reveal? I'm not going to ruin it. Mm -hmm. But it's like you go go back and watch it again and you realize, oh my God, all the Easter eggs. This is what he was doing and planning them. And like, it took like, it was a long game. No one realized for years and years what he did.
1: And you've been listening to a free preview of our Patreon exclusive weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week we